Welcome. I am your pastor, Pastor Omar Ellison with Salt and Light Covenant Church. Open up your hearts as we enter in to hear a word from the Lord. Jesus and in the process, we've covered a lot of things. Amen. For those that may have missed some of the series of the kingdom of Jesus, amen, I would encourage you, amen, to go back and catch it on YouTube or on Facebook, amen, catch up, amen. But as I started studying, you know, about this one, I just kept getting the kingdom, the kingdom. So I said, you know what, we're just going to start off a, a branch off of the vine, amen, him being the vine, Amen. We are the branches, but we're just going to branch off, amen, of the kingdom of Jesus and begin just talk, talking about the kingdom. And we're going to talk about everything about a kingdom so we can have a real good understanding of what a kingdom really is, amen, what it means for us, amen, what are the benefits, what are the, the, the stipulations that come with it. Amen. When it talks about a kingdom. Amen. One of our jump off scriptures, our springboard scriptures, as I like to call it, is going to come out of Colossians. So if you would turn with me real quick to Colossians, the first chapter, when you get there, skip down with me to the 12th verse. Colossians 1 and 12. Um, let me know when you're there. Amen. And we'll begin to kind of unpack uh, the direction that we're going to go in. Amen. Y'all with me today? Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Amen. Watch this now. Colossians 1, 12. We there? Amen. All right. Well, hey, man, look, look what it says starting off. That, that sounds like us, don't it? That sounds like us earlier, don't it? Amen. Giving what? Amen. Thanks. Thanks. Giving thanks. No matter how tight it gets, no matter what it looks like, no matter how people treat you, no matter... How the situation is working out, no matter how long it may be seeming that it's not coming together for you, this is what I would behoove all of my brothers and sisters in the Lord to always have a position, a heart position, to always be in a place to do these, this one thing right here, to give thanks. Sometimes it's going to be tight, give thanks. People are going to be get, that's close to you, may be going through, may be sick, may be having difficulties. Don't let any of that stop you from giving thanks. Keep a heart posture, no matter what you're going through, of always being able to give thanks. Watch this now. He said, giving thanks, I give thanks unto who? The Father, hallelujah. I like that right there. Watch this, which hath. Now, hath is what? Past tense. Made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Let me read it in Amplified real quick for you. Giving thanks to the Father. Watch our Amplified words. It, who has qualified. I like that. And made us fit to share. Hallelujah. The portion of which is the inheritance of the saints, God's holy people in the light. Now, we understand what light and dark is now. We've, I've talked about it a couple of times. Anytime you see the word light, light usually represents just knowledge, 
right? So now we are in the knowledge and have the ability to walk in the knowledge of who this king is, to have an understanding, a greater understanding, so to speak, of who this king is. It talked about the saints. The saints is just like he said, the holy ones. Another word for that is to be set apart. Now, why is he setting you apart? Because he's setting you apart for the king's purpose, special purpose only. He's setting you apart for what he wants to do in your life. Catch what I'm saying? He's setting you apart for what he wants to do in your life. It's not what you want to do in your life. It's what the king wants to do in your life. This is why he's setting you apart. 13 verse, y'all there with me? Who hath, who hath. Now hath is what? What's that again? Past tense. Come on, walk with me now. We're walking this out. Past tense. So now you got to see yourself as hath. Look what he said. Hath what? Delivered. Now you're already delivered in the alcoholism. You're already delivered with the drugs. You're already delivered. But he needs you to start believing that you're delivered. Because if you don't never believe that you're delivered, you'll never see the fruit of the deliverance in that place. What religion tries to get you to do is try to change without believing. So you need to get that right. You know that's wrong. So you need to get that. You need to change that over here. You know you shouldn't be doing that. So you need to stop that over there. And the whole time it's putting all of that pressure on you to change. And what he's saying, I've already changed you. So if I can get you to believe that you're changed, then you will produce the fruit of change. Oh, God, are y'all saying this? So you got to see yourself delivered already. Say, say, say this, I'm delivered. I'm delivered. Hallelujah. You're delivered already. You're delivered. I don't care what you're dealing in. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what your weakness is. I don't care what your vice is. You are delivered. He has. We read this word. Delivered us. Catch it. From the power of what? Darkness or what? Of ignorance. Of the ability of you not knowing. This, this, is, this is what's destroying the people. Come on. This is, I believe over everything. I mean, regardless of the, 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 the perverseness and the darkness and the, and the issues that we see in the world, this is what's destroying us. He said, this is why my people are missing it. This is why my people are falling apart. This is why my people aren't able to hold on. He says, because of the lack of knowledge. They're ignorant of what I have done. And who I am and the blood that I've shed it. He said, Some are just rejecting it, but some just don't know. Oh, y'all with me on this. But look what he's telling us, though. Look at this. He had delivered us from that power of ignorance and has translated or transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. He has transferred us into a kingdom. Oh, we got to catch this. Now, because this is where a lot of us tend to, this is where we have a hard time grasping this. Because the whole time he's trying to present to us the idea and the ideology of a kingdom. And because a lot of us, most of us in here have never been brought up in a kingdom or under a king's rulership, it's very difficult for us to grasp how a kingdom is ran. Are y'all with me on this? Now, you got to understand that we as Americans were under a king at one point in time, but we rebelled or 
claim for independency around about the 1700s, 1776 to be exact. We had a war. We cut our severed our ties with the king. At that time was King George, and we severed ourselves through the war, the independent war. We also know about the English are coming. You also heard about the Boston Tea Party. This is all history. Y'all understand how we got to where we are today. Now, you have to understand this for America, for us over here in the West, because of the way that we did it, it produced how we did it. The seed of how we claimed our independency is the seed of our country. It's the seed of how we were brought up. So because of the way that we did it, we severed our ties through war, through bloodshed, and we claim independency. And now today, we are all brought up under what? You have to be independent. Got to be independent. That's how, but you, it's, you have to completely see the history of it to understand why we are where we are today. Oh, God. Because of the way that we did it back in the 1700s, was, it, it produced the seed. So the, from that seed, the fruit of it from generation to generation has come to a place now. And now here we are in his word, and he's talking about a kingdom, and we've been brought up under independence all our lives. We've been brought up of, of, of different presidents all our lives. They end up for four years or the max eight years. And then we get the, the, the choice to, to vote them in. And if they mess up too bad, we will impeach you. He get, you see, but see, but see, <laughs> but see, understanding this in a kingdom, it don't work like that. Amen. See, what, what he's trying to get you to understand that as king, you don't have the right to vote him in or out. See, that's the first thing you need to understand about a king. See, when you start understanding about a king, a king is the main or the central component of the country. Yes. He's the final say. Yes. He's the final authority according to his word. Yes. So what he says, how he sees it, his ideas, his values, his morals are final. Yes. Now watch this part. And they're not up for discussion. You, you can't debate with a king. <laughs> Even if you don't like what the king, king is saying or his ideas or his vows or morals, it'd be best for you to keep it to yourself. <laughs> don't try to conspire against the king because if that gets out, they call that treason. <laughs> and I just want to make sure ain't none of us on, under treason right now when it comes to the things of his constitution and the things of his word because if you're under treason right now treason is caused and led to and gives the ability of death loss of your life and when you begin to, to, to start dealing when it comes to treason with a king you have to be real careful Y'all ever seen them old, old, old Western, uh, not Western, but them old like the kingdom movies and they, and they, but they, you hear that word treason, folks get tight. You, you better watch your, you better watch what you're claiming. You better watch what you, that sound like treason, right? And this is what he's saying. He's saying, look, there is, there is nothing to debate about what I have to say about what I, how I feel about it. Right? He's the central component. Another thing you need to understand about a king is that a king is the ultimate and only source of authority. See, a president or a prime minister isn't the, the main authority. They have some say, but even what they say has to go through chains and commands and 
has to go through a group and it has to be voted on and they can get they can get vetoed if they try to pass something you know it ain't just like they but see a king when he says something that's it so see when the king says by my stripes you are healed what is there to discuss what is there to talk about when the king says I shall supply all your needs according not to your riches but to oh come on y'all what what are we talking about what are we complaining about what are we worried about when the king said I will you have the victory not going to get not soon come but you have the victory according to what according to his word why are we worried about what we're dealing with why are we falling apart in the middle of a storm the king has spoken oh come on y'all because when, when he speaks that's it there's nothing else to talk about all of heaven earth and hell stops oh y'all better come on here this is the kind of authority that is backing us right but see because of the way that we were brought up and the way that we were trained in this world under democracy and under the ideologies of how they do things here it's sometimes kind of hard for us to grasp a kingdom guess what else you got to understand about a king a king is sovereign but he's only sovereign and his sovereign is inherent or stuck between his authority which means our father our king is the sovereign being there's none higher than him right but his sovereignty is bound by his word all right what do you mean what are you saying pastor i'm saying that in all his sovereignty sovereignty is just simply this supreme power supreme authority none higher than right and we believe that there is none higher than him all right but watch this but with that sovereignty he has bound or in other words limited himself in his word what are you talking about in the very beginning he said let us make man in our image but then he turned around and said this he said but let them did you catch it and when he said let them he limited his supreme authority of what he could do here in the earth because he gave dominion, authority, and power to men. So y'all want to change what's going on here in our city? Guess who the power lies in? In us. Well, if the power belongs, if it's in me, then what do I do with it? How do I, how do I, you pray. You make your petitions. You speak it out. And as you pray and speak it out, then you give him authority to move here. But if you don't never pray, you don't never commune with him, you don't give him authority to operate in your city. So that's why stuff is going on in your city the way it's going on. Because we don't fully understand who we are in Christ and what he has made us to be. We are the sons and daughters of the most high king. We are his citizens. And he loved us so to make us a part of his plan. And then decided to give us the same authority that he rules with in heaven. He said, I'm going to give it to y'all in the earth. 
y'all gonna be little me's in the earth and whatever you say is gonna come to pass now they you got to understand when he's saying that whatever you say because it ain't just whatever you say it's whatever you say in line with my constitution yes. Because if you say something, and now watch this now, and now if you're saying what's in, what's in his constitution, but you're not aligned, guess what? You don't get it. Remember he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his, which means what? Alignment with the constitution. So you can be saying the constitution and not in alignment with the constitution, and your prayers don't go no higher than your nose. And he said, I'm quoting this word and I'm believing, but you're out of alignment. And if you're out of alignment, you don't get the you don't get the answer. Oh, but if you stay in alignment and you stay in alignment with that word and you understand that you've been seeking first the kingdom of God, he said, Whatever you ask, whatever you ask, whatever you ask, he said, My father, he'll do it for you. Oh God, y'all see this? This makes sense. So watch this. We understand his sovereign, but it's inherited, it's bound by his word. Guess what? The next thing you need to understand about a king is that a king is the beginning and the ending of a kingdom. I'm going to say that one more time. The king is the beginning and the ending of a kingdom. Now, this kingdom that he has translated us into had a beginning. But guess what? This kingdom has no ending. Oh, God. Because if the king is the beginning and the ending of a kingdom, we are serving a king. Oh, God, I got to catch this. That has no beginning. (laughs) Now, watch this. How do you understand something that has no start? It's a mystery. See, that's, that's a mystery. How, how can you grasp fully in this limited frame that we have here on earth? How can you fully grasp a being, a king that has established a country that's invisible, that has made you a part of it, but he has no beginning point? He's not bound by time. He has created space, matter, and time, but he created it outside of it. Oh, God. Are y'all, are, y'all, are y'all catching this? He has no beginning and he has no ending. And he thought it so highly of us to say, y'all want to be a part of this? Come on in. Come on in. All those who will believe in the one that I said, come on into this kingdom. Come on into this kingdom. And this is, this is what we need to understand about a king. Now, understanding that there's no beginning, that he's the beginning, he's the ending. If that's the case, he wants to make us a part of this kingdom, which he has made us a part of this kingdom because of the way that we believe, then you have to start seeing yourself as a part of this kingdom and as the citizens of this kingdom. You are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Now, the thing that throws a lot of people when you, get to be, you begin to talk about the kingdom of heaven is, I've said this before, this kingdom is an invisible country. But this country is as real as the state of Florida or as United States, than any other country. Our country is as real as, as, as any other country. The country that you're connected to is as real as any other country. 
It has influences. It has values. It has culture. Watch this. It has resources. It has benefits. Are y'all, are y'all following? All of these come with this country. And because you are a citizen of this country that is ran by a king, not a president, that is ran by a king, not a prime minister, that is ran by a king, it is the responsible of the king for his citizens. See, in a democracy, you, the president is not responsible for you. The president is not worried and trying to figure out if you paid your bills or if you have enough money. That's just now. He ain't losing no sleep. I've talked about this before. He ain't losing no sleep about you. The president is not thinking about Pastor Omar and sitting Does he have enough to cover that? And has he got that? He got enough for gas? I wonder if he got enough for gas. Y'all call and check on him and see if he's good on his gas. Lord, it's just been on my heart. That the, the president is not. And I, now, hold on. We love the president, and we are praying for the president. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to, but I'm just saying he's not concerned about us like that. Amen. Are y'all with me on this? Yes. But now, the country that you are connected to by way of Jesus Christ, that king is concerned about you. Because the way that you live and the way that you operate shows a representation of who he is as king. So the better you off and the better you succeed in life shows who you're connected to. It's a part of his reputation. So the better you look, the healthier you are. The wealthier you are shows what you're connected to. So that's why you have to see yourself as a citizen of this invisible place called the kingdom of heaven and attached to its resources, not the resources here in the earth. I'm attached to its health plan, not the health plan here in the earth. I'm attached to its bank, not the bank here in the earth. So my stuff is going to look totally different than they that are attached to the things here in the world. The way that I think, the way that I go about life is going to be totally different because my country is different. My government is different. My laws are different. My king is different. And my constitution says the way that my king thinks is way higher. (laughs) than that that's down here in the earth and this is what we're connected to by way of the blood and us believing in him you are a citizen say that I'm a citizen you are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven you are a citizen to this country now when I started understanding this and looking at this look, look, look what it says about the citizen a citizen is, is legally recognized subject or national of a state or a commonwealth either native or naturalized so now as, as an American I'm an American citizen right but when you, when you look at it in another light when it comes to my wife, my wife is not an American citizen. She is naturalized because my wife is from Canada, a whole nother country. So for her to be able to reside here, for her to be able to work here, for her to be able to operate here, she had to go through the processing of paperwork to receive a permit or a green card which naturalized her to operate here as a citizen. Are y'all with me on this? And that's what happened to us as believers. 
We became naturalized. But we didn't have to go through all the paperwork. And we didn't have to jump through all the hoops. He said, for all those that believe in your heart and can confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, owner. He said, what? You are in. Yeah. 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 You're in. Thank you, Lord. You're in. Born again. Yes. Oh, God. Thank you, Lord. He said, You're in. You're born again. Now you are a new. Oh, God. Come on, y'all. Yes. He said, Now you are a new creature. Yes. He said, Old things. Let me tell you something about the kingdom. See, when the kingdom comes in and takes over a territory, they bring the influence of that kingdom. And what they do is they erase the past of the territory of the people that are there in that territory. Because your past doesn't matter when the king comes in. And when they come to take over that territory. So now your past doesn't matter. That's why he said your past, he said old things are means it's gone your past is gone you just don't understand your past is gone well I had the memory last night it's gone when the enemy tries to bring up your past or when the enemy tries to bring people past your way that you used to party with in the past and they say oh you remember where and tell them like this I don't you don't remember when we Mm-mm. I don't remember. You remember that night? No, I don't. <laughs> Let me help you. Uh uh uh. You ain't got to help me. You ain't got to help me. I ain't trying to remember that. That is passed away. I'm, I'm a new person now. I'm a new creature now. The way I operate is different now. What I'm connected to is different now. Matter of fact, you might want to come on over here with me so you won't be remembering. That's why you still stuck. That's why you still look the way you, that's why you still act the way you acting because you remembering your past soul. Oh God. See, when he comes in, he erases your mistakes. Oh, that's what the blood does. It, it erases your mistakes. It, it erases where you messed up. It, it erases how you missed it. It erases those late nights. It erases those times you got down. It erases all of that. That's what the blood does. He said, I got you covered in the blood. The blood. He said, the blood is cleansing power. He said, he said, he said, look. He said, when you agree with me, he said, the blood, it cleanses you of what? All unrighteousness. Oh, that's the power of the blood. The power of the blood cleanses you of all unrighteousness, or in other words, out of alignment. <laughs> that blood puts you right back in. And he said, once I get you right back in because of the blood, then he said, all these things will be added. I'm going to add to you now. Because of the blood, he can add to you. Because of the blood, the mortgage is paid. Because of the blood, the promotion comes. Because of the blood. (laughs) Y'all catching this? And these are just benefits of us being citizens of the most high. King. We connected to the source. The 
the supplier. That's all father really means when you think about it. When you look it up in other translations, when you look it up in the Hebrew and the Greek, that's what it means. The source. My supplier. That's what we connected to. He's my source. He's my plan. Now watch this now. Now watch this. You got to count the cost being a citizen now. Because now, being a kingdom citizen, you are required. Catch it now. This ain't up for debate. You are required to reflect his values, his morals, his culture, and his lifestyle. Mm. That's what you're required to do as a kingdom citizen. It's all about him and what he says and how he sees it and how he thinks. And my life reflects him. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. Let me show you, let me show you a picture of that. Go with me to Hebrews real quick. Hebrews, Hebrews. We're going to touch on this a few Sundays, so we just, we just walking it a little bit. Watch this. Watch this. Hebrews 11. Let me show you something real quick in Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. When you get there, skip down with me to the 13th verse. Hebrews 11 and 13. We're talking about, he's talking about Abraham. He's talking about Jacob, Isaac. He's talking about Sarah. He's talking about all of the, all of the, 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 the those that are of faith. Look what he says in the 13th verse, though. He said, these all died in faith. Watch this. Not, 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 ha- not having received the promise. What promise? The promise of the seed. What seed? Not seeds. The promise that the father gave Abraham. He said, and this seed, seed, plural, single, I'm sorry. The seed going to come through you. We know what that seed is. The seed was Jesus Christ. Right? He said, but now watch what he said. He said, they died in faith, not receiving the promise of seeing him, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded, they were assured, they were solid on the fact that this seed was coming through him and embraced them and confessed, catch this, that they were strangers and pilgrims where? On the earth. See how they saw themselves? Excuse me. As a stranger and pilgriming through here on the earth, which means they didn't get caught up of what's going on here in the earth. They wasn't persuaded by what's going on down here in the earth. They didn't fall under the peer pressure of what's happening here in the earth. They saw themselves as something different, as a stranger here. Pilgriming through, meaning what I'm only just for a moment, right? Yeah. Let's go a little further. Catch this. For they, oh God, they that say such things declare plainly, catch this, y'all, that they seek a what? Country. What you say? That they seek a country. They was seeking another country. They knew of something else and they knew this was a, a country that they were. They wasn't a part of this country. They were seeking for another country. Let's go further. 
And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had the opportunity to have returned. Now, it's talking about when Abram, when uh, um, Terah brought Abram them out. It's in Genesis. They brought them out. She brought them out and brought them into a land of hand. But she said, they're saying if they would have been mindful of what they brought them from, if they would have kept, if they would have been mindful, if their mind would have been full of where they came from, they would have probably went back to it. Now, we've seen this in the Israelites when he brought them out of Egypt. Remember, they came across the Red Sea. They had the cloud by day, cloud by night. They walked over on dry land. They got over there and they got the complaining and murmuring. And then at one point in time, what did they say? They said, what? Let's go back to Egypt. We were better off as slaves. Here he is trying to establish them as free and become their God and to show them, show himself mightily through them. And they wanted to Go back. Oh, and it's a trick of the enemy to make you think that your future ain't brighter than where you came from. And if he can, he will keep you locked where you came from. And he'll keep you from where the father, the king trying to get you to. And let, let me tell you this, where the king trying to get you to is way better than where you came from. Are y'all with me on this? But watch this. He said, look, if, they, if their mind would have been full of it, if their mind would have been full of where they came from, they might have had the opportunity to return. But now, they desire a better, look what they desire, a better what? Country. Don't, don't, don't that sound like us? We desire something. It's got to be something better than this. Now, some people say, you know, I don't believe in heaven and hell. This hell right here, trust me. Hear me, hear me, hear me. Hear, hear me loud, hear me loud and clear. Hell ain't got nothing on this. This right here ain't nowhere compared to where hell is. But look what they said about them. They desire truly, watch this, now they desire a better country. That is, uh oh. Look what the country they desiring. Heavenly, and this is what he's trying to get us to, to desire even the more. Heavenly, yes. heavenly. Yes. This country that he's trying to get you to desire is a heavenly country, the kingdom of heaven, which is a real country. And he's trying to get that more solid. He wants you to be persuaded of it. He wants you to be assured of it. He wants you to be sure-footed of this country. Now, the thing about this country is that it's invisible, but it's real. This stuff is not a fairy tale. This stuff we're talking about is not make-believe. This stuff is so real. Hallelujah. It's realer than us sitting in here. It created us sitting in here. Everything created came by it and by him. This thing that we are seeking after, he wants this to be a desire in your minds. He wants to be, not, not that you're going to heaven to stay, because we already established that that's not the case. But he wants heaven to be on your mind, not your bills. Yes. <laughs> he wants heaven to be on your mind, not your finances. He wants heaven to be on your mind, not how they treating you at the job. He wants heaven, he wants his country. That's why he told us in Matthew 6, seek ye first my kingdom. Yes. 
and righteousness. And I'll add with everybody working for. Because see, if you get to working for everything, it traps you. And he's saying, I don't want you trapped seeking after those things. Because the world and pagans are trapped trying to go after those things. And he said, the very thing that they're trapped trying to go after is a part of my kingdom. So if you just seek the kingdom and my righteousness, it comes with the kingdom. God. That that they're looking for. So can 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 I just present to you that what people are really looking for here in the world is this kingdom. But it, it comes in different facets. It comes in different faces. It comes in different masks. It comes in different ways and the way that they describe it. And it comes in different ideas. But all the sum total of all the ideas in the world comes back to a kingdom. And this kingdom we have found. We are desiring. We understand that we are just pilgriming through. We're just strangers here in this world. Watch this. He said, look, a better country, it is a heavenly country. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared them a city. Uh-oh. He said, he got you a city. Well, you, we understand this because John's singing it in Revelation 21. Yeah. Then, he, then he say he saw it. A new Jerusalem. A new earth. He said the father came down, the king came down, and he came down from heaven and resided in this new earth. Okay, hallelujah. All right. So we can understand that. He said a city, a city. But I want you to understand what you are to be mindful of is a heavenly country. What you are connected to is a heavenly country. You are heaven, a citizen of heaven. Now watch this, watch this. (coughs) Excuse me. Watch this. Go to Matthew with me real quick. Matthew 13. When you you get that, skip with me to the 44. Catch this, 44 verse. Again, now catch this, catch this, because he went about talking about the kingdom of God. The kingdom is at hand. And everywhere he went preaching, he preached about what? The kingdom, the kingdom. Now look at this right here. Again, the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of who? What is heaven? Is that that heavenly country? Oh, y'all got to catch it now. Follow me now. Is this the heavenly country he's talking about? Is this the heavenly country that's supposed to, that we're supposed to be full in our mind? Yes. Is this the heavenly country? Watch what he says about it. The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a treasure hid in a field, the which when a man had found, he hideth. And for, the, and for joy thereof, goeth and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. And when I was studying this, I said, okay, I... I we found, we got it now. We got an understanding of what, what, what it's all about, the kingdom. All right, so we got, we got that piece of the puzzle. We, we, we're in the right direction now, that we understand that this is about a kingdom. So now, we, 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 got, we got the, as it says here, look what it says. He found a treasure. So we got the treasure. Now, hide it in the field. Where are you supposed to hide this treasure? In your field. What's your field? In your heart. Kingdom. Kingdom. Now, everything is kingdom now. Yes. Everything's supposed to be shifted. Now, watch what he says that this man or this woman does. 
He said he hid it in his heart and that he found and he hid it. And for the joy, there's a joy when you, now you got an understanding about the kingdom. There's a joy when you understand what you're connected to. There's a joy. Therefore, and sell it all that he have. And I say, now hold on, Father. Selling all that I have. I said, help me to understand this. And as I, as I studied this, he gave me this. Watch this. Go with me to Luke. Go with me to Luke. <laughs> Luke 9. We there? 23rd verse. And he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Stop. Now catch what he says. He said, if any man come after me, let him, let him, let him or her make the decision. This is a decision that we have to make to what? To deny or die to ourselves. Or in other words, give it all away. Yes. Strip yourself. Yes. And then I said, well, hold on. Deny. I was like, deny. I was like, we, understand, we know from a distance what deny looks like. What it, I said, but what? I said, Lord, you got to help me to see this clear. And then that's when he showed me himself stripped. Well, isn't that scriptural? Philippians, the second chapter. Let this mind be in you. Who counted it not robbery to be equal with the king, but Strip himself of his deity to become a servant. And he says, son, this is denied. You have to strip your... You have to strip yourself of the things that have attached themselves to you over these years. You have to strip yourself of what we can, sometimes, we can simply call it this, your earthly pleasures. Mm. And when he showed me that, I said, oh. I said, this is why we don't get it. This is why we ain't seeing it. Because we ain't letting go nothing. We ain't sacrificing nothing. We ain't stripping nothing. We having all the fun we can have in the name of Jesus as long as it's safe. We can we doing it. We being entertained in the name of Jesus as long as it's as long as it's in line. We doing it. And we have not ever stripped ourselves of what we can simply call earthly pleasures. There has not been a true denying of yourself. And see, now I'm starting to get this year of sacrifice because this is what he's really calling for. He's calling for a stripping of yourself. A denying. And let me tell you something about a strip, a true sacrifice. A true sacrifice is a sacrifice that you feel. Oh, you feel it. Something about it. When I let that go, whew. Whew. Ooh, Lord, I gotta, I gotta let that go. I'm releasing that. I like doing that. I like eating that. I like going there. I like watching that. But I gotta strip that. He said, Yes, sir. That's the one I want. The one that you like. The one that it hurts you to stop doing it. That's why when I said some of us is TV, and y'all was like, Oh, Jesus, TV. 
But what, what he's doing, what you're doing is you're stripping yourself from that pleasure. Some of us find pleasure in TV. Some of us find pleasure in shopping. Some of us find pleasure in traveling. Some of us find pleasure in hanging out with your boys and your girls. Some of us find pleasure in what we eat. Uh-oh. 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 Don't touch that plate. Oh, don't you touch that plate now. I'll let that go, but no, don't you touch that plate. Mm-mm, we ain't turning over no food now. Oh, but let me tell you something. This is what he's calling for. And look, now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. It's a command. It's not a suggestion. He ain't suggesting that to you. As king, he commands you as his citizens. And he say, once you found that treasure, hide it and strip yourself of everything. Mm. But now watch this. You got to have a joy. If you ain't got a joy about the kingdom, you need to sit with it till you get that joy. Once you get the joy about this kingdom message you've been hearing, it makes it a lot more easier. Still going to hurt. Still going to pinch. Still going to cut. But it makes it a lot more easy for you to let some stuff go. Ah, for you, God, I'll do it. And once you let it go, guess what? It won't be grievous. If what you're letting go is grievous to you, check yourself. Get, get right. Check your heart there. Because what you're letting go shouldn't be grievous. But you have to feel it. I want y'all to be sacrificing stuff that you feel. You got to feel it. It's got to hurt. It's got to cut you. Because that's where the pruning comes into place. It cuts. So whatever that is for you, prune it. I'm going to give you one of mine. Guess what one of mine is? Sweets. Oh. Cake. Chocolate. All the little miniature Snickers. I don't like the full, I like the miniature Snickers. And see, you can overdo it on the miniature Snickers because you ain't think you're eating that many. And you, I'd be better off just getting a king-size Snicker bar eating that than eating 15 small ones. (laughs) Pastor, 15? I am telling on myself. I will, you get them little, and then... See, you, you better know. I, I better be on point. Because see, in my office, they keep a bowl of chocolate. Right in the right when I walk through my, right there. Say, oh, ma. Every time I walk, oh, ma. What up, boy? We got these Snickers. Got this Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Got the Mr. Good Bars. What you want to do, man? Sweets. I'm letting it go. I've stripped myself of it. Not one sweet, no sweets, no sodas, no cake, no cookie, no chocolate, no sweets at all. And now watch this. Now, I'm the only one in my house doing that one. Oh, Jesus. I better know the Lord for real. I better have this treasure hidden in my mind and I better have some joy. Because if I don't, when I see that donut come across that room, I'm in trouble. Hallelujah. But this is what I've noticed about it, y'all. When I see it, it don't pull me. The ice cream show up, it's like I don't even see it. 
It's like I, it ain't even, it's not grievous. It's not like I'm thinking in my head like, God, I wish I had a scoop of that. Those thoughts don't even come my way. I know it's the Holy Ghost. It's the governor of my country that I've connected to and I've submitted to and I've sacrificed that thing to. And he said, if you sacrifice it, I'll help you stand. If you let it go, I'll help you stand. You cut the TV off, I'll help you stand right there. Don't you worry about it. You ain't missing nothing. You ain't missing nothing. You know, the, the playoffs is coming up and, and football. And, and you ain't missing nothing. You done watched football for 20 years. Then watched basketball for 20 years. Then watched shows for 20 years. You ain't missing nothing. Sacrifice it for me. Relinquish it for me. Let that treasure be in you. Let it be a joy. And deny yourself. Then the next part of that is pick up your cross. Uh-oh. How often you got to pick it up? Every day. Every day you got to go to bat with your flesh. That flesh going to be calling. You know that flesh be think, thinking about that. Man, I had to catch myself. We was in the store the other day, y'all. This store. And they got the best soda. The best soda. And I was standing in line with my, my wife. And I said, oh, hold on. Let me run. And I had to. I said, let me. I said, oh, Lord. Oh. 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 I said, I touched on the shoulder. I said, never mind. She said, what? I said, I'll tell you in the car. Let me. Let me. Let me get out of here. Let me, let me get on the road. I'll tell you in the car. <laughs> and then when we got halfway down, when we got down the road, I said, girl, I about went and grabbed the soda. She bust out laughing. <laughs> she bust out laughing. Right? She said, "Woo, that's a good one. Right? right? But you have to, it's, it's just because some places you go, you just, that's just, that's what you do. That's that what we grab. You, you go over here, we get that. This is what, this what it is. This is what we've been doing. But for years, and now he's calling us higher. Amen. And he's tightening up that road. Yes, and he said, wide is the way for some. He said, a lot of folks going to be on that one. He said, but for mine, narrow. Ooh, it get tight. Ooh, it get tight on that narrow road. It get real tight on that narrow road. Ah, he said, but those that are on the narrow way, See, that's the ones that's going to be the blessed ones. Them the ones that's going to enter in. Hallelujah. So in this year of sacrifice, in this year of stripping, recognize and let it be something that you feel. And let it be for the whole year. And let it be a joy in doing it. Are y'all with me on this? All right. One more place and we're done. One more place and we're done. Let him deny. Last place. And then we'll pick up here. We'll pick up here next Sunday. Philippians. Philippians. Philippians 3. Real quick. I'm going to read this to you real quick and then we're done. Last place. I'm going to end here and then we'll start here on next Sunday. Philippians 3. Watch this. 3 and what? I didn't tell you. 18. Let me know when you're there. And we're going to read it real quick. Amen. All right. Look what it says. For many, for many walk of whom I've told you often, and now I tell you even weeping, that they are, catch this, enemies of the cross of Christ. There are some that are enemies of the cross of Christ. You're going to have enemies out there that is going to attempt and to try to distract you from picking up your cross daily. Yes. And don't let people stop you from picking up your cross daily. 
Let the king's words supersede others' whispers. Because you'll get whispers saying what? It don't take all that. You ain't got to do all that. Really, he loves you. He understands. Good, eat the chips. He understands. Go get the chips. You said you sacrificed it. He understands. Go ahead. Go. If you sneak one snicker, eh. Come on, one snicker. You only did one snicker the whole year. Come on. God understands. He know who you are. Don't let him talk you out of your sacrifice. No, you stand, be assured, understanding what he has said and what you have said back. And as he is a man of his word, you be a woman and a man of your word. If you said you're going to sacrifice this thing, then sacrifice it for the whole year. Put your hand to the plow and do not look back. Because he said any man that put his hand to the plow and look back is not fit for the kingdom grab that plow and push push it don't take all that push push your flesh be talking don't you want it push just push that plow you keep pushing you keep pushing because it says if you're not careful there are going to be enemies of you doing that on a daily basis let's go a little deeper real quick real quick we, we at the end we at the end watch this Look, look what he said about them though. Whose end is destruction. Whose God, guess, look who their God is. They better, you know what that means? Their appetite. Now appetite, some folks have appetite for some of everything. Appetite don't have to simply mean food. It can mean, a lot of times when you think of appetite, you automatically think of food. But some people's appetite is television. Some people's appetite are video games. Some people's appetite is shopping. They, they shop to feel better. They had a bad day on the job. I'm going shopping. Some people's appetite are drugs. They had a bad day on the job. I need a drink. Oh, man. I need to smoke. No, oh, they done tried me today. Got my nerves up. I need, to, I need to smoke and get my nerves down so I can mellow down and relax, man. They got me. Appetite. You can get an appetite for anything. And look what he said. He said, their God is their appetite. Watch this. Watch this. Their bellies. <laughs> Catch it. And whose glory is in their shame. Catch this one. Who mind. Now look where their mind is. Catch it. Look where their mind is. Earthly thing. And he told us to set our affections where? Come on. Look what we're supposed to be setting up. We're supposed to be setting our mind on things above. He said, don't you worry about what's going on down the earth. But he said, those that are enemies to the cross, those that are enemies from you picking up your cross daily. He said, the destruction, their God ain't the God of this country that I got you connected to. It's the God of their own appetites, their own lust. And he said, their mind is, is only contingent on earthly things. And they'll always be against the will of God in your life. Whatever the will of God in your life, you'll have an enemy there. And we've seen that. I'll give you an example of that real quick with Jesus and Peter. He said, I'm about to get ready to go. I'm going to have to lay down my life. And then here come Peter. Peter said, what? No, God. No, Jesus. No, no, ain't no way we're going to let you die. And he said, get thee behind me, Satan. 
Why? He said, because what your will is not the will of my father. It's my father's will that I do this. And anytime somebody against the father's will, mm -mm, no, we can't. No, I got to got to let you go. Got to let you go for a while. That spirit that's, that's operating with you ain't the right spirit for me right now. I'm in pruning season. I'm getting pruned. I'm, I'm, I need some fruit. I'm looking for some fruit. And he told us on Sunday, if we seek him, we're going to find him. So in this pruning season, let me be cut. And y'all go on and have the fun. Y'all go on and travel. Y'all go on and do all of that. I'll catch you next year. Maybe. Because I don't know what's going to happen by the time we get through this in a year. I might not even desire to go back after this year. Oh, come on, y'all. Y'all with me on this? You don't know what's going to come behind this thing. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this now. He said, look, they're mine, earthly things. For, now, this us. Our conversation is what? And where? From whence we also look for the Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. 20th verse amplified, we done. But we are citizens of the state, commonwealth, homeland, which is heaven. You are a citizen of heaven. Your homeland, your state, your country is heaven. Let heaven's influence, let heaven's mores and values, let heaven's uh, have its way in your life as a citizen of heaven so they can see the fruit that comes from your life that is established and only given from those that are connected to this invisible place that we call the kingdom of heaven. I'm a citizen. 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 And the king has declared for this year, the year of sacrifice. And I'm going to strip myself. I found it. I found a treasure. I'm going to strip myself of all these earthly pleasures. Because if I continue in these earthly pleasures, I'll be mindful of earthly things. Oh, y'all catching this? He said, but I'm, I'm required for you to strip yourself of these earthly pleasures. And then let me produce in you my will for your life. Because I already own you. You don't own yourself. Hey, God, are y'all catching this? You call me Lord, but still having it your way, but calling me Lord. You say I'm the owner, but still got all these earthly pleasures, but you say I'm the owner. Well, if I'm the owner, Go sell all you have. Give it to the poor. Build up for yourself treasures in heaven and follow me. Don't y'all be like the young rich ruler. Turn, drop his head and walked away because he was sad for all the treasures and possessions that he had obtained. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to let him strip me. And let him have his way. Because I know it's going to be greater for me on the other end than what I've been experiencing up until this point in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You got a joy? Yes. Dude, you got a joy? Yes. You got a joy stirred up? Yes. You got that treasure? Yes. You're mindful of that treasure? Yes. Are you really to strip yourself of everything for that treasure? Yes. Hallelujah. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't, y'all ain't, we going to get there. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a few more weeks to get there. Y'all say yeah, yeah. Y'all went yeah. 
Yeah, you gonna strip yourself? Yeah, hallelujah. Hey <laughs> man, we gonna do this. In Jesus' name, amen? Amen, give the Lord a hand. I, Pastor Omar Ellison, Lady Ellison, and the Salt and Light family would like to thank you for joining us in today's broadcast. You can visit us at 1350 East Mayhan Drive, which our service times are every Sunday at 12 noon and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. You can also visit us at Facebook and YouTube at Salt and Light Covenant Church or visit us at our website at saltandlightcovenant.com. We thank you again, and until next time, you be blessed. <laughs>